0: Oh, this is crazy
1: mother. Alright, welcome to the Cost of Goods Told podcast. My name is Connor. I'm a chef and media producer. I am joined by a veteran of the uh, food service industry, Darren Lafferty. (laughs) Yep, I'm here. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. We are here at beavers on west timer uh i continuously forget to mention that and we could not be more happy to have this room this space that they have uh, big shout out to beavers uh, 6025
2: west timer across from bearings and also across from the palm palm's been here as an iconic steakhouse been here
1: forever well speaking of bearings that's actually kind of a good segue into just the stuff that's been going on it was actually really cool our sponsor dukes premium meats uh, actually did a collab with Arash, Chef Arash here at Beavers, yep. over there at Barings. And they, they did. did a big old cooking demonstration. I know you were out there. I yeah. actually missed that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, it was a big kickoff for the summer. Um, you know, what they do is, Barings is, from what they told me, Barings is the number one seller, retailer of the Big Green Egg. Right. Okay, so every summer, they do some sort of cooking demonstrations. And this year, they decided to do a big summer kickoff. Um, bring out all the, the big green eggs, uh, cook hamburgers, hot dogs, a lot of the summer, summertime foods, you know. Right. Um, chicken breast, sausage. Uh, they had lots of cooking demonstrations in different areas. Uh, but yeah, held so right over there, Bering Chef Arash was one of the, I think he's a regular <laughs> chef over there, yeah. you know, for them. Um, and, and it was just a phenomenal day. It had live music, it had face painting. So it was very family friendly, right? Uh, live music, face painting, uh, giveaways. Were, there was tons of people there hanging out. Brought their dogs with them. Man, it was a great kickoff. It was really, really good. Duke's Premium Meats uh, provided all of the you know, sausage, uh, chicken. Hamburgers. They gave some steaks and ribs. I mean, there was a lot of cooking going on, a lot of good food flying out.
1: I saw that. I I, I regret missing it, but we just had a big <laughs> old family day. And so, yeah, and that's, then... good. <laughs> okay. that's good. You
2: should have brought the family there. I should have. I yeah, should have. Yeah.
1: There was face painting and stuff like that. Yeah, that's For right. sure. Absolutely. So that was that was later in the week. So, I mean, we're jumping way yeah, yeah, ahead, yeah. but it was just a perfect little sure. segue to it. Um, I'm trying to think, like, earlier that week, I know that I had the chance to actually get out to uh, – well, Monday was the Pitmasters dinner. That's right which was uh, an absolute blast. Come on in. (laughs) Um, Look look, look what the cat
2: drug is. Speak of the devil. Yeah, speak of (laughs) pitmasters,
1: Let me get your mic set up. We were actually just talking about the uh, cooking demonstration that you did over at Bairn's, and I know you've done quite a few. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a great partnership, I think, to have. Oh, yeah, stand over
2: the big green egg and do what's easy. Hamburgers and hot dogs and yeah,
1: burn my face off, <laughs> <laughs> my arm hair That
2: must be why you don't have any wrinkles. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> well, then we were also talking about Monday, which was the Pitmasters' dinner over at the Pit Room. Mm-hmm. You um, were there, right? Yeah, that was there? cool. Yeah, uh, that was a blast. You know the the big old uh grill that they had outside. I did a quick little black and white video about it, and it doesn't do it justice. That
2: raise and lower? Did I see that? That's on like a like a. a no, that lever, one doesn't. Like a, yeah. That
0: one was originally supposed to be a pig rotisserie, and then they did uh, goats or something on the side of it. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. It's not funny, but... Uh, <laughs> it depends on your... Sounds like of it's going to be funny. In the <laughs> middle of the night, uh, they had wires kind of trussing the, the pigs, and then something happened where it started tangling on the rotisserie and oh. broke all the gears and everything. And... <laughs> So, that's someone a, had to sit there and like rotate it by mistake. hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So, on this maiden voyage, it broke. That's why you look at that video that you shot, there's wires still tangled all over the <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't take the time. Well, it's interesting
2: because I missed that one. Right. Right. Which was a huge disappointment for me, but just stuff happens, right? Life gets in the way. Right. And then you missed Saturday. So, that's right. good that we're talking about both of these. So, you can bring perspective to that as well. But yeah. it looked like a great time. Tons of great chefs
1: there. A, a ton, a ton of great pitmasters. You know, um, the first time I was meeting some of the pitmasters, which was really cool as well. And then doing the bios of them, some of them like Pinkertons. I didn't know he was on like Forbes thirty for thirty under thirty, you know, type of stuff. You know, so just getting to meet them and sure. and, and talk to everybody. Now I worked most of it, so I was kind of in the background, not really hanging That's out. That's what we or do. Anything. I mean, we work. We're but not there I, for fun. Yeah, but I did. <laughs> I did get some good food. So like, yeah, <laughs> it was course, well of worth it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was cool to kind of see the guys like just interact with each other and just, you know, talk, talk with each other and everything, yeah. you know, because you, you don't see that often. And it's nice that it was on a Monday. That was like a day that some of these guys had off, you know, it was at a great spot, the pit yes. room, you know, that, right. you know, just, uh, they, I don't know if they have a, uh, partnership with the bar next door or if it's, they own it, they own they own it own as that well. Too. Okay. They so that's it. awesome because it was just a great setup outside and then. Inside, they had, you know, kind of like a buffet set up. And, I mean, the food was just phenomenal. It looked great. I mean,
2: and you had literally an all-star cast. right? Right. You have some really new people to the barbecue industry, but are doing very well. Right. And you've got some real, you know, pillars of the barbecue community that uh stand out and stand proud and had been doing it for a long
1: long time so there's a good mix yes. right of talent there and i just can't imagine cooking for that level of talent you know <laughs> like I, I i used to be a cocky ass chef you know but yeah. i i can imagine myself getting a little nervous cooking for all of those you guys, it just wasn't so. hot dogs it just wasn't hot dogs no anymore. not at all <laughs> not at all that's cool so, yeah so that was monday and then wednesday i actually uh, met up with my dad and got to try corkscrew barbecue for the first yeah, time how was that it was fantastic i mean all the places that i visited are, are fantastic. But, you know, um, Will uh, and his wife were just Nicole. super nice. Nicole, yeah. right. Okay, um, Could not have been nicer. Like, it, it's one thing that, you know, I think I did, like, a quick little summary of my experience there. And it's, like, one thing to have, like, all the accolades and so forth. But to still be so rooted and grounded and humble, yeah. you know, about the whole, like, he really cared how I enjoyed the meal. I was like, dude, you know it's good, you know? Yeah. But he really wanted me to kind of talk about the food with him, which was really, really nice from someone who obviously doesn't need any more write-ups, doesn't need any more, you know, who am I to to talk about his food? I think we've talked about
2: this over and over again. But yeah, I would say that, you know, the majority of folks that are in barbecue are well-grounded people to begin with. I mean, there's some classically trained chefs doing barbecue now. And the other way around, there's some, you know, street knowledge. They went to the School of Hard Knocks. Learn barbecue so everyone does pay the price and so everyone is, is a bit humbled and we'll talk to you about what they do and how they do it maybe not all the secrets right but that's what's we've ta- again it's just so refreshing to hang out with those kinds of people and learn from them and hear their stories. so
1: yeah and yeah. will's an absolute freaking workhorse I is mean he, he? he just you can you can just tell he just puts his head down and works you know cool. and I, you know a lot of these guys do you know well, there's
2: what, 18 hour days to barbecue alone
1: yeah 18 hours about
0: or twelve or something, something in that realm. You know, I look at my uh clock in thing. Sometimes and I'm like, man. <laughs> and I know half the time I don't clock in. So you know? you're making
2: a great salary, but if you broke it down by the hour, you're making like four dollars oh, an hour. I don't even want to know. <laughs> I don't even want to know. Well, if it helps any, you make some badass food. Yeah, that make yeah. that give you yeah. builds you up a little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that was that was just an awesome experience as well. But cool. yeah, it's been great. Seriously, getting to know all of these guys. Um, I think Wednesday I'm going to try and uh, head out to the Rust, uh, Rusty Buckle. Uh, that's in New Caney, so it's a bit of a drive, but yeah. I'm going to try and head out that way. And then Saturday is the Pitmaster's all setting up, everybody getting set up for the Houston Barbecue Festival, and then Sunday's the festival. So. You
2: know, I forgot to tell you, early in the week I made a surprise visit too. So I work out in Baytown during the day, uh, out in Mont Bellevue, which is only like 11 miles east of, of Baytown. Uh, there's a little place called the Meat Haven Barbecue. And uh, the guy reached out and said, hey, can you come out and try this? You wanna come try my stuff? you know?" And it was kind of a long shot, like I, would I ever be in that area? Well, I just happened to go by one day and a surprise visit, totally surprise visit. And a uh, guy's name is uh, Joey Garcia. And he had some trophies from the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo cook-offs. Okay. Um, so he'd earned his stripes along the way and then finally decided to open up a barbecue joint right off of Mont Bellevue, uh, right in Mont Um uh, and he's feeding all the refineries right around him. So the people that come to eat are either being catered from the refinery, right, or they're they're on a lunch break quick and they grab a sandwich. And I won't tell you what the guy's making some pretty pretty good barbecue. <laughs> he's got two pit makers, one's an offset and one's like a vertical, like an insulated pit maker. And um, he's been doing it for I think he said twenty three years. Uh, that's his first brick and mortar, okay. so to speak, uh, doing pretty well. And so uh, surprised it was a surprise visit, you know. <laughs> To meat haven barbecue in mont bellevue if you ever get out there you should try it for sure that's great yeah
1: yeah so prize visit of the the (laughs) week yeah and besides that i haven't really gone out to eat too much you know we're just you know family and stuff like that and and we actually well we did go out to galveston on sunday uh to support my mom who was running a half ironman or doing a half ironman because that's but swim, bike, and then run. Yeah. And it's just insane. Unfortunately, the run got canceled due to the weather. Wait, wait, your mom? My mom is 63 years old. I was going to say, so yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, doing a, a half Ironman. She wants to do a full Ironman. Man. Okay. I think she got a little seasick on the swim. Yeah, to it's be a little water. crazy though. Do it. Oh, my a mom's triathlon. definitely crazy. For don't sure. worry. Yeah, she she hasn't let it go since the first podcast where I called <laughs> her hamburger helper mom. You know, oh, I, really told her she, I told her, get is. the hashtag, get the get the handle and stuff. You yeah. know, but she just won't let me live it down. You know, That's so funny. but um but yeah, we went out there to support her. We ate in the hotel, you know, because it was just easy because it was just absolutely yeah. chaotic with everybody. You now, know, where'd y'all stay down? There's the um, Moody Gardens Hotel that's yep. right there. Yep. So we just, you know, we, we didn't stay. My mom and dad were staying there. Okay. So they stayed the night before, and they were staying the night of the event. And then they left, uh, what is it, Monday morning. Yeah, I'll wake up. They left this morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so bad weather shut down the last yeah. portion of it? A, the as soon as she got off the bike... She hit the bu- she hit her mark right at like one o'clock, getting off the bike, I think. And I mean, it just started to tear through everything. And I mean, all the volunteers were just scattering. There was thunder and lightning, and it just got so bad that they basically just had a call. The question is, did you
2: eat anywhere while you
1: were down there? No, oh, no. Man. I mean, we ate in the hotel. That's it. And I mean, it was just like a buffet. It was fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, it it is what it is. You know, yeah. but like we didn't stop anywhere or anything along the way, and I yeah. I really kind of regretted that. But you know, we were just in a rush and everything. But yeah. uh. You know that was that was basically it for for my week <laughs> and as far as my dining out experiences. So one phenomenal experience at Corkscrew, and then yeah. just kind of a you know all right. <laughs> yeah,
2: there's a so so you know we could have lots of people on the show, and we're starting to make that list right. And I think uh, just Greek is one of them. I had a Greek burger from them also yes. this past week.
1: Well, Chris is collaborating with um, Jeff with uh, Cake and Bacon, right? Yeah, he, uh, he's buying his buns from Cake and Bacon now. Uh,
2: so he's put together a whole new menu. I mean, they're going to they're, they're working on menu development. Uh, they haven't rolled it out yet, but uh, they're getting real close. But one of the items is a Greek hamburger. Right. And, uh, you know, it's a really nice ground beef that he cooks to a medium. He puts like a spicy feta smear uh, on it, if you will. Right. Um, some cucumbers, like, like things you think of around. Um, a Greek food. Right. And I will tell you what, it's probably the juiciest, most tender <laughs> burger that I've ever had in terms of bite and mouthfeel. The the bun is super good as well. I mean, I, I'm not big into bread, but it holds up well with all the juices. So they've got the cell structure right. right.
1: But um, I plan on having that burger a lot. <laughs> well, he's a really been good R&Ding it for quite a while now, I yeah. know as well. Because one time I went there, he wasn't even serving the burgers because he just said it wasn't worth yeah you know, the ground beef just wasn't what on it. well the so. other
2: thing too is he do, he's doing everything by hand he's not like buying a frozen puck and then trying <sighs> to throw it together and call it i mean he puts a lot of attention and detail to the burger uh, which makes a huge difference right so the customer may never see that but we know the level of detail he's putting into it and that that creates that connection and you want to go back and have a great burger it's right there <laughs> i mean there's a few things that i would add to that to make it just over the top but and it's not massive like right? it's not one of these you know gimmicky items yeah it's a well proportioned I think it's a seven ounce patty. Right. It's, it's on par. It's, it's ready to go. And, and I think, you know, if someone
1: snapped their fingers and said, give me one, he'd make it. Right. right so. Lance, you're welcome to sit on in Come on, man. in Come on in. We're just doing a weekly recap of places we set, stopped uh, off at an and everything. You. So you are welcome to, to join us.
3: I a something to snack on. Nice. <laughs> I love that. <laughs>
2: How you doing? Hey, good, good to, to, see, to you. see you. Good to see you, Good there. morning. Hirosh was just here and he, he got a phone call and ran out. So. See, this is what I love. So hot. Huh?
1: I, I I love that this could be a, a come and go type of yeah, thing, yeah. you know, which is which is how we wanted the podcast. We were just talking about just Greek uh, Chris over there, who's uh, uh-huh. kind of developed his burger and everything, and um, then we were talking about I had we were talking about the Pitmasters dinner, which was. A lot of fun. Uh, I
3: really wanted to go to that. You weren't there. Oh, the uh, oh, you're talking about the Monday Monday the night. one at the, the oh yeah, yeah, I was there. I was I was, like, there. Yeah, yeah. I, I know I, you. I, was I thought the, I saw you. I was there somewhat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You've been battling that cold or the flu or whatever. Yeah, man. it turns out I had the flu. It was, uh, and I, I didn't have any of the symptoms, but I was just completely run down. I thought I just wore myself out. <laughs> it must be going around because aura... From yeah. Harden, he has it right now. Oh, no. I hope he so, did uh, I stayed away from everybody. I did, I, I did the whole elbow thing. When check. I said goodbye to him, <laughs> yeah. I gave him an elbow. Yeah, I, I hope. I, I sure, sure as heck hope it wasn't me. <laughs> but I tried to stay away from everybody as much as I could.
2: I think he's on the verge of getting rid of it. But he's chest
3: congestion and, and hard to breathe. And Yeah, it, three weeks. I'm still not is 100%. That right?
1: Uh, I'm worried about the cough today. <laughs> oh, I got I got cough drops just for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and you're back running at it too. You know, I, I saw you start putting up the events again on Facebook. It's yeah, good to see you I kind of kind of
3: stepped away from the uh, uh kind of stepped away from a lot of my uh, social media. Didn't do it as much as uh, as as I'd like. But uh, we're finally starting to get up and trying to start making a turn of it. Well,
2: sometimes right. you need to recharge anyway. You know, you need to step away from that just a little bit. And, and actually, the creative juices flow. Yeah. When you take a break from it, right. You yeah, just you kind of get stuck in a rut. I'm, I'm the same way. I have three different phases and I struggle with relevant content every now and then.
3: I, I struggle with it every day. I've, I've always struggled with it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a full-time job. That's for sure. Right. And you are already working a 90 hour week.
3: Yeah. Right? Yep. So, 90 to 110. Uh, we, we me and the wife sit down and calculated the hours. And uh, when we're awake, we're working. And, um, uh, and a lot of those nights were not very, uh, not a lot of sleep those nights. We were talking to
2: Ross just before he got here when he, we we're talking about his, how long his days are, right? So the mm-hmm. barbecue business is not one of these faint of heart businesses. We'll Absolutely get into not. it. But I said, what do so what do you think it is? is? Eight About 18 hours a day to do barbecue is like 12 to 18? Yep. Depending on what you got going on for sure. And so that's, it, yeah, it adds up quick. That's yep. for sure.
1: It really does. Yeah. And so, yeah, we'll definitely dive into that yep. for sure so actually that might be a good stopping point then you all know right, cool. we kind of recap well we wanted to talk about one other spot i thought which one what was the other place that you visited
2: oh so there's actually yeah so as we combine and make a list right of right. all the people that were we want to be on the show and have an opportunity to be here uh, chicago's famous fried chicken oh it's yeah. kind of west houston it's a west timer and kirkwood area right um young young kid young cat out of chicago came here to make a <laughs> Make it run at the food business. And I'll tell you what, um, so Chicago fried chicken is good, but it's different than Southern fried chicken. Okay. It's got a great flavor. It's got great salt to it, but they always put this very mild sauce on it, uh, almost like a hot sauce, but it's mild. And it's just really uh, a flavor. It kind of coats it with flavor. Okay. I don't like my, my, you know, my whole fried chicken like that. I don't like my chicken breasts like that. Wings, I get it, right? right when they break them down into, you know, in, but uh, young kid. Uh, I think uh, maybe he had some restaurant experience in his family, but not him in particular. Okay. Uh, So um, Chicago's famous fried chicken and fish. They do fish, they do fried chicken, uh, and they're doing pretty well. They've been on uh, the Cleverly Show. Okay. They've been on Fox 26 just this past week. Wow. uh, Because they were going to be included in some sort of uh, fried chicken festival, and for some reason it got delayed or whatever, but anyway, they they were on the Fox 26 show, and I saw and they got really good feedback on their, on the product. So, looking forward to having him on the show, you know, one day. Yeah. Soon and if he's already
1: agreed, absolutely. He wants to We get him and Chris. We got two guys from Chicago, you know. Oh my, don't really get them t- together. That's not bringing the <laughs> yeah. same time. So. <laughs> we, we, we can't have that. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> so, well cool. Well, that's awesome, man. You know, and and it's been nice that, you know, people have reached out and wanted to come on the podcast. I know after the yeah. um, barbecue festival, not that we won't stop having barbecue places yeah, 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 on, of but you know, we're going to venture out a little bit further into some different you know, different cuisines. Fortunately
2: and unfortunately, there are other places besides barbecue to eat. Right. <laughs> we love barbecue, but we got to get some others in here too. Yeah, so.
1: absolutely. So, well, that's cool. That'll be uh, part one, I guess. And then yeah. we'll uh, we'll be right back uh, with part two. We're going to do a quick word from our sponsor, Duke's Premium Meats. And we'll have Lance Aker on from Acres Barbecue. Stick around. Excellent. Duke's Premium Meats Home Delivery is your one-stop shop for premium quality meats delivered right to your doorstep. Delivering all over the United States, Duke's Premium Meats offers you the best in quality by personally working closely with local ranchers and butchers. Duke's Premium Meats offers everything from fillets and lobster tails, to heart-shaped ribeyes, to Texas-raised Wagyu brisket. Get amazing meat delivered right to your door by using Duke's Premium Meats. Visit their site at www.dukespremiummeats.com.
2: So uh, welcome back to part two of Cost of Goods Told. I'm, I'm Darren Lafferty and I'm here with Connor, Chef Connor, and our special guest today is Lance Aker of Acres Barbecue. Thanks for joining us, man. Hey, thanks for
3: having me. I I'm know really you've excited. been
2: a little bit under the weather with, with flu-like symptoms. Uh, we know you actually had a gig tonight, a catering gig yep. that you sent your crew out to do, so I don't know if we should say thank you or you're welcome, <laughs> uh, no, both. both. <laughs> but we're glad you're here. So oh, thank, thank you, you. For having thanks us. I'm for glad coming I'm here too. So let's let's um, so that our listeners and viewers know who you are. Tell us a little bit about you, um, how you got into you know your background. Are you native Houstonian? Just things like that.
3: No, I'm actually from uh, South Texas, uh, Uvalde area. Oh, nice. Uh, near, uh, if you know, Garner State Park yeah. uh, it's very popular. Uh, if you head down to Del Rio or down that route, you'll you'll pass through about there. about six
2: hours from here, roughly?
3: <laughs> yeah, it's about, uh, <laughs> yeah, about five and a half hours. Well, with yeah? all the yeah, buckies. With all the buckies. Yeah, you've got to have half. your buckies. <laughs> yeah. and they keep adding more and more. Oh, I so know. So it's going to add know. to the length of the trip. Um, yeah, so I grew up, at, uh, born and raised down there. My dad's still there. i got a brother there and, um, and an uncle. Um, so yeah, we, uh, I ventured to San Antonio cause that's what you do. You go to the big city of, uh, San Antonio when you, uh, get old enough and, <laughs> and uh, I eventually met my wife there and, uh, she brought me here to Houston. Nice. She, uh, we almost moved to New York. We were almost New Yorkers. Man,
2: you went from small town to New York city.
3: Uh, we were actually, almost, we were actually in New York. She's, uh, she had a degree in fashion design. She was, uh, getting her second bachelor's. She, uh, she moved here from Korea. Uh, okay. to get her second bachelor's degree and yeah. she wanted a uh, career in fashion and and so we were in new york interviewing when she got a, a job offer in houston of, of all places
2: that would explain why you're dressed so nicely and wearing t-shirts right uh, <laughs> I, just,
3: uh, I, I just wanted to wear something other than a fishing shirt and a hat for job. My, <laughs> my wife
2: is not a designer <laughs>
1: that's why i wear t-shirts but yeah, yeah i got no fashion sense whatsoever not so it's, it's i'm like same shirt Four different colors, five different colors, perfect. Yeah. I'm good yeah. and jeans. Uh-huh. So, so based on
2: you know that story, right? So, and I read a little bit up on you. There's not a lot out there because I don't want to say you're new to barbecue because you're not.
3: We're, but, we're pretty new, I guess. But you're a corporate America, right? Yeah, Before? I did. Uh, I did IT. I was an IT consultant for 20 years. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did a, a small business IT consulting.
2: Okay. And then you decided one day, one day you went to do somebody's. Uh, you were going to fix their computer, and you're like. This is BS.
3: I'm out. No, well, we, the last company I worked for, I, I'd, I'd come to them because I was starting to get, I was starting to burn out, and I went to a boutique firm, and I started helping out with, um, other than you know, managing a consulting uh, department. So I had a, a previous firm. I'd uh, manage about 12, 15 guys and, and a, a good portion of revenue here in Houston, and I was starting to get burned out. So yep. I went to um, this uh, boutique firm and, and just kind of plug in and help wherever I could. Sure. Uh, get a little work-life balance and uh did about six years there and I was, I was like you know what maybe it's time to do something else I was I'd been put out the pasture, so to speak <laughs> I, uh, instead of being You're the outside, old guy in IT yeah I was the old guy <laughs> in IT and I, I, I basically sat in an office and probably didn't work as much as I should and um it was just it was time for a change I wanted to do something I was passionate about again
2: well, it's obvious in your food now, right? Um, but you must have been doing barbecue along the way. You couldn't have just said, "I think I'm gonna do some barbecue now."
3: Well, we, we, uh, you know, I started playing around with it uh, years back. It became a, a Christmas tradition for me to do a brisket. So all my Christmas pictures, I'm, I'm half asleep. Um, <laughs> You've been and, up for twelve hours, not wrapping presents, but wrapping briskets. That's right. right. And so uh, we, we, that was that became our Christmas dinner, and. um and it wasn't very good. I mean, you know, you'll hear the same story. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh yeah, your, your brisket is the best, you should totally do this. And uh, it wasn't. It was It was pretty horrific. Uh, but it was better <laughs> okay. than some of the places you could get at the time. Yeah. And um, so I um, started to become a, a, a passion and I, Aaron Franklin's book really uh, really fueled it. Shout out and to Aaron really, Franklin. It yeah. really taught me that yeah. I had no idea what I was doing and that I needed to relearn it. and. Um, and it it started taking off, and it, it decided that this was something that I could see as my next uh, next next life.
2: So you were a barbecue fan, obviously, right? You you enjoyed eating barbecue. Absolutely.
3: Uh, let's play with it a little bit. See if we can figure
2: it out. We'll yeah. feed feed the family while we're at it, and then right. and then you bought a book. And it's it's what's interesting about that is, look, these all these stories are phenomenal, right? But I would have said, yeah. And then I watched the video on YouTube because that's that's the kind of kid I am, yeah. you know, I did, at heart, I did at heart anyway. Too. And so, but yeah, you just start toying with it and figuring it out, and yeah. that's pretty cool, man. Actually,
3: it was the videos, uh, you know, the the, the videos started. Uh, you know, Aaron Franklin videos is what got me get the to okay get the book, and okay. from there. And so I, I'd still, uh, I don't know, it's been a couple months, but I, I'd pull up a video and say, all right, what's he? You know, what was you know remind myself of how he trimmed or how he did that and seeing if what i'm doing is still still in line with what i wanted to do and have
2: you waited in his line have you eaten it i as... have i have yeah uh,
3: what... it was uh, it was it was amazing it was everything that i was thought life-changing yeah. it was uh, I, I remember uh, I was standing in line. We we got there early. Uh, first time I would attempted to to go there, we missed the cutoff by probably about twenty thirty minutes. Oh man, that's um, but well they they're really good about managing that line. So I knew within fifteen minutes of getting there that I was going oh, I wasn't okay. gonna get food. So that's, they're they're amazing in handling that. But uh, we ended up going back. Uh, guys trip and um, for we went to go see a concert and um, floors uh fours hall or uh i can't remember the name when, of it. what
2: year was that you think
3: oh this is last year oh year last a year yeah, okay year and a half ago
2: <laughs> man things happen quick
3: yeah i'd, I'd uh, just started rolling barbecue at that point i just just gotten the truck i think we'd uh, happen to have a weekend that we would had scheduled so, <laughs> so
2: you just got a food truck a year ago
3: yeah we've two been years there ago. we yeah a year and a month a year and two months we just we just celebrated our food truck anniversary
2: and i can't help but bring it up but since then you've been on tv You've been at the the super super beef bowl, right? Put on by yeah, Houston so Barbecue Boys. Did
3: Throwdown. We did uh, super beef. We've had Chris Reed has been you know, phenomenal with us. Yeah. He wrote a, you know, he he from really the Chronicle, likes the story. Right? Yeah, J.C. Reed from the Chronicle. Yeah, he really likes the stories, the all-in stories, and we kind of fit that uh, profile. So of course, he did an article and then uh, called us out for uh, uh, to do the podcast and uh, <laughs> and then invited us on the way down from on the elevator ride down to do the throwdown. And I told him, I was like, well, we've already got tickets. And, and he's like, no, 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 I meant we'll, we'll refund you those. And I was like, oh, no, I thought that's what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess uh, I guess a podcast was a test of itself. It's like, can, it, can, oh, it, yeah. can, they, can they carry on a conversation? Did they seem so um, <laughs> we did the throwdown? And then to our shock, we were invited to Super Beef. So it was a lot much, much more intimate uh, intimate setting and and uh, from from the guys who had done it before that was that was a that was an honor. I mean yeah. that, that's a that's a pretty big crew to follow. Uh, who
2: was so who was there? I know I know. Um, so Eddie O's was there. He's Eddie another O's. new new young kid coming mm-hmm. up right with barbecue. Who else was there? And Wayne Miller. Wayne oh legend. Yep, yep. the legend of beef ribs. So he's right uh, there. <laughs>
3: he's kind of the I think he's it's a, the whole the whole I guess thing was uh uh old school and uh young guns and new school yeah, this yeah. is this is the first year they didn't call it young guns for some reason they called it <laughs> up and comers uh so i guess i'm the first old guy but the previous yeah, I, guys res- I resemble it. that remark yeah, right? <laughs> uh, part, I'm, I'm part of the white beard club right? <laughs> well, um but we did uh uh i mean the the, the previous guys have done it or i mean there's two uh two that uh made the texas monthly top yeah, 50 uh, yep. one of them top 10 so you've got and all company. of them have gone brick and mortar I think except for one and, and that was just a uh, circumstance and I'm sure he'll be back around to do it but you've got uh, Grant Pinkerton um, mm-hmm. Will Buckman yep. uh, Patrick Fegis yep. uh, Chef Ara, yep. Um who am I missing? all great uh, Joey Victorian yep. um, I think I'm <laughs> missing somebody I think that, well that might be with it with Blood Brothers? Blood Brothers never done it, no. ironically. They've done they've uh, everything done Throwdowns, they've done throwdowns, throw yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've done probably every throwdown in every festival. Right.
2: Well, you're in great company. I mean, yeah.
3: it's all, yeah, all yeah, I, great I'm names. still shocked. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I think Chris was drinking that night when he decided to have us come out, him and Chris. Not oh, at all, no, because seriously, y'all, yeah.
1: for for the Super Beef especially, since I got to go to that. that, I mean, y'all went... Y'all, y'all went balls out with that. Like it, it was awesome. The ribs were absolutely phenomenal. Goji Jang, right? right? Gojiang ribs, Gojiang, yeah. You know, and so it was just, it was something super unique, something that. Um, I know everybody was cooking, you know, something yeah, really yeah. cool, but I mean, it, it, I think it was a, a, a absolute crowd pleaser for sure. Yeah. And I mean the whole presentation on it with the torch and everything. Yeah, anytime you pull a torch out, yeah. you yeah, get yeah, some every, Everyone loves fire. Yeah. 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 And uh, barbecue, you don't get to see the fire.
3: You just get to see the finished That's product. Right. So, right.
2: But, but even, even what wasn't flashy, right? No flame was the brisket. And it was phenomenal too. Oh, yeah. We you. were all <laughs> snapping pictures of that. It was moist. And I mean, you, are you hot and fast? Are you slow no, and we're, low? No, we're
3: low and slow. Okay. Yeah. And
2: mesquite, right? Uh, primarily
3: mesquite with a little post oak. Right, nice. I like mesquite. Yeah, uh, your
1: it, team was phenomenal too. I mean, like the the lines were long, but they were pounding out the food. Yeah. And I mean, I actually, I, what's nice is the video that I cut together. There's like a nice portion where you're you're smiling and you're laughing and you're you're enjoying yourself. And that's something that I think sometimes these guys, when they when they put on the show, they don't have the chance to to smile and, and enjoy it or talk to the guests or you know talk to the people there. So it was really cool to see you interact with to everybody the super too. Beef? The super, super beef, beef, yeah. So yeah, yeah super, beef, super beef.
2: It, and correct me if I'm wrong. It's less competition and more.
3: And it's not really a competition. It's just more the uh, three of us coming yeah, yeah. out and 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 feeding the masses and doing this. And you know, y'all did great. It's, pro- it's beef forward, but we wanted to do something a little different. Yeah. So we yeah. had to bring brisket to remind people that we're not sure. <laughs> just a cr- Korean fusion, which we do some on the truck, but not as often as as we'd like. We'll be we'll do be doing more and more this year. Okay, cool, so though. we've
1: we've jumped well ahead obviously yeah, we'll you keep know, bouncing, bouncing around, around. no yeah, no yeah. no we will keep bouncing around so we we mentioned grant pinkerton now mm-hmm. when you were first starting out and doing kind of the weekend warrior stuff was that when you got the the pit from pinkerton
3: so uh that was that was kind of a, a weird coincidence so we um uh, i was looking at pits and i was a. Uh, I was looking at uh, close. I was looking at Gator, and I was looking at Pitmaker, mm-hmm. and uh, I talked to the Pitmaker guys, and they told me it's like you the the, the Woodlands Barbecue Festivals is, is Sunday. You should totally go, and um, so I ended up and, and <laughs> talked talk to these guys. Go talk to Chef R. I talked to these guys sure. who I didn't know. Um, <laughs> so you didn't participate. You just went as a, a visitor, uh, just as a visitor. Okay. so I went and I, I talked to Grant. And, and, uh, talked to Grant for a little bit. I talked to I met. Um, um, uh, just lost it. Brett Austin, I met him there, yeah. and and a few of the others. Uh, the Blood Brothers are there, but they're they're all crazy busy with their lines. <laughs> um, and um and I met him, and then we we chatted a little bit about pits and whatnot. And um I ended up making the decision then to buy a pit maker mainly uh because they could they could get me one in a week. I was I was so anxious they to had start one playing. In stock, probably, probably right. Yeah. Uh, even if they didn't, they they could turn it in two weeks. Their turn time oh, wow. is really, yeah. Really they're fast. local. They're
2: local too, so that gets you
3: quick. Absolutely, and so uh, close and gator. gator was a year out, and close was uh, uh, I want to say two or three months. And so I wanted something to play with. So uh, <laughs> me and me and the wife ended up. Uh, she convinced us that. I, she she said, "Go ahead and get the uh, pit maker vault, and then we'll order the clothes with a, a little more, a, a few uh, refined details." Yeah. Well, it wasn't long after that um, we hadn't ordered the clothes, and uh, Grant's pit became available. His his gold wing looking red, uh, his original <laughs> his original trailer pit, and um, I got that. And I'd had con- some concerns about my, I'd had some really bad pits, and I was starting to question my skills, and I needed I needed something. Uh, that had a, a brand name and reputation with it to to ensure that to make me confident that it was going to be time for me to jump in right well, it's a big investment right? it and is. they're not
2: cheap they're yeah. not cheap. so anytime you can find one, without leaks that's airtight that's well insulated and holds temperature yeah it makes your job easier i'm not oh. gonna say easy but it makes it the, easier the, this sure. uh, this
3: uh, grants did not when grant mentioned it he said that uh, it's like this will ma- if you're not a pit a uh, master this will make you one i don't <laughs> think it made me a pit master but it definitely honed my skills because it was you're constantly yeah uh, it would it, you constantly uh, attending had, uh, to attending it. to it it had a huge stack so it had a lot of draw so you had to constantly maintain just the door pr- position sure. like literally i can change the temperature Hotter, colder, just <laughs> just by uh, yeah. half of an yeah. inch. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, li- we're literally sitting there overnight doing these cook, these what I call these Facebook cooks. Uh, <laughs> I'm like I'm cooking this weekend. I'm gonna do X number of briskets. You know, get your name on it, and uh, and so we do those cooks on the weekend while I was working. And then eventually ordered the close and, um, and, and ended up selling grants. Now where the one?
2: where's close? I've never heard of that. Where is that at? Uh,
3: he's over in uh, Garden Oaks area. So he's local too. Oh yeah, close yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Are, he, are uh, they vertical or horizontal? Yeah, horizontal, tra- traditional pipe in, and okay. insulated. He does. Uh, he does tuning plates. I ended up pulling mine. I, I don't use them, but Wayne Wayne Miller used, uh, uses them. Uh, I believe. Um, uh, killing uh, uh, Ronnie used one for uh, for a bit. Um, I'm trying to, but there's been. Are they insulated?
2: That, Are they offsets? Or they're they're offset insulated? Okay. okay.
3: Um, and tuning plates, if you if you go for it. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, uh, I'm considering making the move to a mill scale or uh, big time. Uh, now uh, you're in the business. Right. Yeah, now <laughs> you're in the barbecue business, right? Yeah, Mober or exactly. mill scale? Right? Yeah, they're yeah. so pretty. They're just so pretty. Well,
1: the reason why I wanted to kind of jump back a little bit is like kind of getting your start in it, or like getting introduced to these guys was accessible. Through these festivals Absolutely. and through these events and so yeah. forth, so seeing you interact with the guys, you know, you never know who you're talking to. Someone who may be interested in getting into it. And ninety percent of the cooking things that I ever did was so intense because it's it's kind of like a restaurant style right. type of thing. Not that barbecue isn't that, but barbecue is very friendly, very open, very. While a restaurant, like I mean, sometimes when you're putting things together, the, there's just no time to talk to anybody, right. and a lot of the chefs aren't because. We, we may not be competing. We're competing. You know, yeah, and like yeah, of we're course. aggressively. Everybody's
2: ego is in the game. Yeah, right. exactly.
1: Absolutely. You know, and so it was really cool. And, and all of these festivals and all of these, you know, pop-up things that, that everybody's doing. It seems like if you, if you have an interest, approach a pit master. If, if they're not putting their head down, working too hard. Even if they've got their head down and working hard, they're going to try and, and at least, you know, talk to you. So it was kind of cool that these it's guys It's a completely different
3: up. community than uh, food, truck. <laughs> food Truck. Food Truck is a good community. But it, it, it it's a little more divisive than uh, than the uh, the the barbecue side um i mean Grant was very open and we we had a great conversation about uh about pits and pit design and this and that and every pit master that i've ever approached you know would drop what they're doing and, and chat with me yeah. and they had no idea who i was and I, for good reason um I was just a backyard cook and and uh and they they shared their wealth of information and it's it's only continued now that i've you know, we've done a throwdown, and, 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 you know, there's some people, people, I don't want to say I'm recognizable, but we have a, we have a brand that we built and, yeah. and, um, and everybody's just eager to help. It's just an amazing group.
1: Well, don't downplay yourself, man. Seriously. Cause like at the Pitmasters dinner, guys knew who you were and you know, it's, it's really nice to start to get that acceptance. It is, it is a ball that needs to roll. And yeah. I know, especially with the food truck you talked about on, um, on another podcast that, you know, there's an identity crisis type of thing that kind of happens there. Um, We've decided to embrace it.
3: Yeah. Right. So we're both, I mean, uh, it's perfect. I mean, that's part, it's part of our launching pad. It's part of our DNA now. Yeah. Um, And uh, we, we, we really fought with the idea of not having a pit on the truck and how that, how it affected um, the opinion. When you pull up and you don't sell, you don't, you don't see smoke, smoke Smoke billing it out. There's a, there's a, authenticity is concerned possibly. Right. Yeah. So we, we fought that, but uh, I think it was more in my head than anything else.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like if you wear the same shirt to work the second day or something, you're <laughs> right. like, Oh, someone's going no oh, to, no one goes. Is that bad? Yeah, shirt. I know. Right. Yeah. No, I think I wore this shirt yesterday. <laughs> yeah. It's literally the only fishing shirt. I but you in. playing in your head, like everybody's looking at it, like the barbecue community. I mean, everybody just talks so well about your barbecue. And yeah. I mean, it was, it was really nice to hear that. Cause I know it's, it's the backyard warrior and even myself go, going through the culinary world and and even opening up my own food truck and stuff it was almost imposter syndrome sometimes when i'm doing you know a fine you know 12 course dinner or you know mm-hmm. meal or something and it's like you know who am I like to, to, to be in front of any of these people or to be around these chefs right, and so to forth? You do what you do with confidence, you know. You do, you know, you do, and, and you put your head down, you put in the work. I know you put in the work, you know, for sure. And these guys recognize it, which is really cool. And it's a different community, which is, which well, is I'm awesome. only 25 years old. These, yeah, right? <laughs> I was gonna say, so it started in the backyard, kind of Facebook type of thing, where it was like, hey, look, you know, come you know, put your name on a brisket, put your name on, right. you know, on something that I'm smoking. Yeah. Um, move to a, a better pit. And then we started doing
3: farmer's markets uh, while we we're waiting for our truck to be built. Um, it took a little bit longer than we expected. And uh, we, we had planned on doing a farmer's market, just kind of a, a marketing, uh, a marketing plan to begin with. So uh, we did a Maryland, um uh, a farmer's market and then with Harvey they ended up shutting down because so much of the, that neighborhood uh, was affected I want to say two-thirds so like of the houses 6, were close
2: 610 and Bissonette, Maryland
3: yeah, yeah. Meyerland. actually yeah you're real close right there. Okay. Okay. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah <laughs> very close um and we ended up moving over to the memorial villages uh, oh, which yeah. manages the uh, same group and that was like uh, that was great It was, uh a lot of people uh, that appreciated food so we do like pre pre-prepared sandwiches and have have the uh, have the toppings and stuff off to the side for really? them to build and we do uh, breakfast tacos and that sort of thing oh, cool. and we do package meat so we'd have uh we'd we'd uh vacuum seal and chill you know pound pound of brisket pound of uh uh, pulled pork and and turkey and whatnot.
2: What I really like about what you said there is that you guys decided to do farmers markets as a marketing tool, right? Sure. So so many people say we're going to do marketing. Excuse me, we're going to do a farmers market, and we're going to try and grow our business, right? Our footprint. But really, right. what you did is expose yourselves. Both, yeah, yeah. yeah. It both. It That's actually way. really smart. It That's was a, a way really.
3: to get some income and it was a way to um uh you know kind of learn a little bit of the food community. And we met Chef Evelyn there. I, I don't know uh-huh. if y'all yep. familiar with her. But she's a Decatur now. Um, and uh, you know, met some great friends, and the, the people who run that market are fantastic.
2: And not that what you were doing is inexpensive, but it's a it's a low entry point, right? In terms Absolutely. of what thirty five, fifty dollars for a booth. Yep, you set up for four or five
3: hours. Yep, you got a tent, you got some coolers. (laughs) Yeah, so cheap. Cheap. It also gave me an excuse to buy some Yetis that I. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, business expenses. Yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Because you had to have the branding, right? Right. Of course. That's uh, that's That's a really smart (laughs)
2: marketing tool. Is and farmers markets have made a comeback, right? The last five to ten years, uh, they're a little more prestigious than they used to -hmm. be. It's not the flea market that it used to be. the, The farmers market. But you buy
3: a lot of local stuff there. You could buy a lot of lo- local, uh, a local. There are a lot really of chefs. good food. Yeah, there's yeah, a, lot a lot of chefs to them.
2: So that's, that's really smart. I part I think. Yeah, we
3: we would we would love to still do them. We just uh, when we got the truck rolling, we were we were splitting. You know, the wife would do the farmers market, and I would do the truck. Well, it really needed to be me doing the farmers market but I was the only one able to drive the truck. And it it just became so much work on Saturdays that we ended up having to pull out. We'd love to, we'd consider going back and doing it again at some point.
1: Now that was your first kind of taste of, I guess the culinary world as far as running a business in that. You know, before that, any restaurant experience or I bar worked experience?
3: I Subway for a year in college. Hey, but, I was a sandwich oh, artist too. Yeah, so, hey. <laughs> ah, well, that was the day when I actually had sandwich artists, and I, yeah. I, I still can't go in there and get a sandwich the way I like it anymore. <laughs> I'm very particular. It has, the bread has to be cut on the top with a triangle and
1: yeah. pull it out and put it back that's in. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I was a sandwich artist for do summer. No, I don't know what they do. I haven't been in a it. They cut
3: it more traditional down. The
1: the, yeah, yeah, down the down the middle. That's funny. So yeah, so start with the farmers markets now, with the food truck and everything. And we did some caterings from you know some small caterings here and there, and uh, those caterings have grown grown into
3: bigger caterings. And uh, we, uh, one of the downsides of uh, of owning a small business and being in the business is a lot of the, your best opportunities at social media mm. are when you're too busy to do anything. <laughs> right, right. The lines long. I need to get a picture. Yeah. Too busy. <laughs> right. right? Um, We did a catering for nine hundred people for one of the rodeo committees, and I got zero pictures. (sighs) Nine hundred cowboy hats running around eating my food. Now that you know who we are, just I mean, just give us a call. We'll come out. There you go. Just feed us. Hey, feed feed us. We'll come out. We always got you fed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You had done some competition cooks too, correct? No, we've never really. You never did did, a competition
3: cook. I never had any interest in it. Um, Okay. Uh, I've more, more for wallet, less for belt buckle, I guess. Yeah, so, that's cool. Uh, we've done rub, uh, rodeo and cork best bites. Okay. Uh, we did that. And then of course the throwdown. I guess, is a competition. Uh, but no, nah, comp has never, never really appealed to me. I've done, uh, I did take a uh, course with, uh, a couple of, uh, comp guys to kind of, uh, you know, pick up what I could pick up when I was first starting out, gotcha. uh, on, you know, fire management and, and some trimming, even though the trimming is very different, um, uh, Craig Sherry, who's I think the uh, the current uh, IBCA uh, president, him and uh, Clarence Joseph, who was a big, he won I think uh, San Antonio back to back. Oh wow! So yeah. I did a weekend course with those guys. Nice, very nice. uh I went to high school with him. He's um won uh he won uh what was it uh sorry that's snap. okay um chopped. He oh, won, okay. he, yeah. he won a chopped episode and has, has done a uh, done a uh, um, a couple of uh, 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 judging judging with those as yeah. well. So I went to high school with him. So he's actually the guy who put me together <laughs> together with Pitmaker and and Craig and uh, Clarence, yeah, and I did cool. that course. So that's I got to learn cool. a little bit of that. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but. I, it just never really—it's so different. You're right. not cooking for the masses; you're cooking for that initial bite. Right. Um, and a lot of respect for those guys. It's a lot of work, and it's a lot oh. of a lot of changing. It just just never never fit for me.
2: So, learning barbecue quickly, right, at home, and do you have a grade of meat that you like?
3: Oh, uh, we do. Uh, we do a black English prime. You do. Yeah, uh, okay, we, uh, we did. We did Creekstone for the longest time, and uh, cost got to be too prohibitive, and yep. the butchering wasn't quite what I liked. Uh, there was, uh, oh, well, I won't get too far into it, but we ended up, uh, moving distributors to Ruffino's and, uh, we're using a Swift Black Angus Prime now. Okay. And Ruffino's is happy. local.
2: Oh, College Station, Brian. Yeah. College Station, College Station yeah, yeah. Brian. Yeah.
3: And, uh, we use their sausage as well until we start making our own, which be hard. They make a really good sausage. Man, it seems, <laughs> and,
2: and making sausage is on trend. It's a lot of work, right? Uh, mm-hmm. you get, of course, you get to do it exactly the way you want to, but do you have the hours in the day to do it or?
3: Not now, but okay. I, I hope to soon. Because uh, it's a good way to, uh, one, it, it helps re- reduce your food costs a little yeah. bit. One, you know, cheaper to make your own. Plus, you have, uh, you could reuse a lot of the trimmings uh, oh, from the pork and good from, point. The, uh, from the brisket. Uh, we could reuse a lot of that. So, um, I hate wasting food, but it's, uh, at this point, you know, we're wasting more than we'd like.
2: Yeah, I think on the last podcast, we talked a little bit about, you know, the difference between craft Barbecue and chain account barbecue or run-of-the-mill barbecue do you see a big difference out there i mean when you look at your barbecue do you is the attention to detail what sets it apart uh from the chain account you know sort of chain? i would agree yeah so so really it's attention to detail the quality of meat quality,
3: quality meat attention to detail um uh you know they're they're they're, they're pushing out a lot of product very quickly yep. uh where we're we're not we're not you know we're going on a on our busiest day we'll do 10 briskets Okay. So um, there's, you can you can really focus on, on the quality, and hopefully as, as we get busier, we'll be able to maintain that quality. Sure.
2: And what's so we're always learning on these, right? And but I'm my background is always in sales, so I know a lot about a lot of things. I'm not a master at any of them, but here. I, but, I, but I will say that you know, uh, different cuts of uh, meat. From different animals and you know, they'll never be the same regardless of how hard you want them to yep. be because it's not a widget it's an animal right. right you and I are human beings we're not gonna be the same we'll never will be and two cows will never be the same yeah, be exactly. Processing. so you have those daily challenges as well yeah the, even the though, trim though it's is lumped, always a challenge yes yeah, lumped as a prime or an Angus mm-hmm. you're gonna have a little more fat sometimes you have a little less fat and that, the, the that butchering will could cooking. be a
3: little different because they're they're pushing them through the line as well so yeah. so yeah, that constant challenges and every piece of meat is different when it's pulled uh, the temperature <laughs> is not Not always the same. uh, When you're pulling the meat, it just sometimes there's more muscular fat, and it it responds. uh, uh, You know, the pull time (laughs) is a little quicker. Um, It's it's a constant variation: humidity and temperature and wind and all these factors in the the wood and how much moisture you have in your wood and a lot of things. We're we're constantly tweaking. I mean, we uh, we have tuning plates on our pits, and they were driving me nuts uh, because (laughs) I lost that entire lower. Uh, lower shelf because it it, it, it it didn't show it on the gauge but it emanated a lot of heat um and so we were, it was burning the bottom of them there's tricks out there I, as I know Wayne Miller uh told me a few that he uses but we ended mm-hmm. up pulling them out and uh and being able to use more capacity of our pit and we've we've been happy so you're constantly tweaking
1: well that's awesome so we've kind of got the background and everything we've kind of led up to the to the food truck um so we're going to take a break right there because there's a lot more to get into for sure yeah um we're going to hear a quick word from our sponsor, Duke Premium Meat, and then we're going to actually do a clap sync because I forgot to do it at the beginning of the segment. Word. So we'll be right back after this. <laughs> all right. so. Come back. Duke's Premium Meat's home delivery is your one-stop shop for premium quality meats delivered right to your doorstep. Delivering all over the United States, Duke's Premium Meat's offers you the best in quality by personally working closely with local ranchers and butchers. Duke's Premium Meat's offers everything from fillets and lobster tails to heart-shaped ribeyes to Texas-raised Wagyu brisket. Get amazing meat delivered right to your door by using Duke's Premium Meats. Visit their site at www.dukespremiummeats.com. Okay, so welcome back to part three. Um, We are here with Lance Aker, uh, Aker's Barbecue. We discussed in part two uh, basically just kind of the beginnings and so forth. Um, I know, I think I heard that, you know, well, how you were talking about it was the food truck had been delayed a little bit. You were doing the farmer's markets and so forth. Um, that was a year and a month ago, yeah. like you said. <laughs> um, so it's, like, it's like a nap.
3: Super Bowl Sunday uh, uh, last year was the first day we served Man. in the truck. Right. And that was at... Uh, we had a neighborhood spot over on, uh, well, Belden's or uh, Bracewood Square, which is over on Chimney Rock and uh, North Bracewood.
1: Very cool. Okay, so, you know, <laughs> talk to me about, like, kind of like the, the milestones that you've wanted to hit, because I, it, it seemed like, I know that you pushed up the timeline a little bit to to, to jump into the barbecue, but I, I feel like you had a pretty solid plan in your mind as far as where you wanted to be, the things that, you know... Um, The stages that you wanted to be at, and then also the idea of, hey, we've got this, we've got this food truck, which is our barbecue truck, but maybe we need something else as well to to kind of bring in another stream. So I think we hit. I think we hit all
3: of our goals. That's awesome. Uh, Sunday Sunday will be the big check mark. Uh, uh the the barbecue festival is yeah. is the bucket list <laughs> that's a man um and a lot of other things that we didn't anticipate that we were able to do we we did it, it's really kind of shocking it's really surreal mm-hmm. um i think uh, one of the one of the coolest moments to kind of step back was uh we were doing the super beef right and um and i remember patrick fegis at the very uh, before it all started walked over with a glass and said Put this away, hide it, because you'll forget to get one. Luckily, we we did, and we got several of them. But I mm-hmm. still have that specific glass that he gave me. It's like this is this is big. Your logo is on, uh, uh, you know, on a glass with some marquee brands. This is an important milestone for you, and it was. It was huge. And to your point earlier, where where food truck
2: is is competitive, right? It's it's a great it's a great community, but it's competitive. It and then you talked about the barbecue community, and we always talk about this, but there's another example of. A competitor, right? Mm -hmm. Doing the same things, going out of his way to bring you a glass. It was on the other side, and you know, we're at St. Arnold, so it's on the other side. There were a limited number of glasses, and he Mm -hmm. brings you one and says tuck this away for another
3: day. and i have it tucked away and we, we ended up with four or five of them probably but that particular one is tucked away in my liquor cabinet in the back so shout out to <laughs> patrick fiji's and aaron That's fiji's too right for, absolutely.
2: Yeah, for being kind and generous and, and gracious and welcome you guys to perfect, the family. perfect perfect example of the
3: barbecue family yeah, awesome That's but awesome. a
1: perfect example of someone if, if you put in the time you put in the energy you put your head down and you do the work especially it seems like in barbecue even if you're just starting out in your backyard the, the, the cream of the crop will start to rise to the top and people will start to recognize mm-hmm. it. And yeah. I know um, the craft barbecue is, what, five, six years old, you know, or whatnot. You okay. know, so, you know, guys who are entering now or a year ago may mm-hmm. have been, you know, a step behind or whatnot. But the guys are coming to the forefront and the barbecue community and everybody who's ahead of it is welcoming anybody who's doing good work.
2: You may agree with this. Uh, you probably will. But not to toot anyone's horn, but J.C. Reed, Michael Fulmer, uh, J.R. Cohen um, you know, for Fiji's and that and his family right uh, to to trust and appreciate the invitation to you guys right so that that just lends to the credibility of the folks who are putting this on Houston uh-huh. barbecue right okay, okay, okay. and they pick good people qualified people can they carry on a conversation do they make great barbecue <laughs> you know what let's throw them in the fire yeah there's a the baptism by fire let's see how they do so that's a testament to them as well yeah, right? yeah absolutely so, to the yeah. barbecue community and then the leaders of that saying
3: they put they put a lot of trust in us to perform. I mean, a throwdown was one thing. I mean, that's 14 and if you if you fall, if you uh, if you falter, there's still 13 other great uh great uh great competitors out there uh, to 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 pick up the the weight, but um, the uh, super beef was was very uh, uh we were we were I mean, beside ourselves shocked. That's
2: so great. Well, uh, you guys did great too. So, you know, it's it's all for purpose. You.
3: All for purpose. You guys did really well. So, that's so, so we're talking about goals and... Yeah, uh, yeah. So one, the one that we missed is I had um, I had an unrealistic goal of... So the long term, it was to get to brick and mortar. right. And so mm-hmm. the way I envisioned getting there would be through a second and third truck. Mm-hmm. So we needed multiples to help build revenue to, to get to the point where we could save some money and uh, build up enough, uh, enough credit and credibility with, uh, with lenders to be able to get us to the point where we mm-hmm. want, want to get to a restaurant. And so we had a concept that we'd come up with early on, and it was a Korean uh, Texas barbecue fusion, and we had some recipes. And you'll see, you'll see some of that come out in what we do, right? right? You know, the gochujang ribs. That was a that was an item that we were planning on possibly having on that truck, and and we've done on our barbecue truck, uh, you know, recently. Um, but we had concept, we have name, we have uh, a, a, a mock-up of the logo, the whole bit, and we backed away from it um uh, one you know the i think i had an unrealistic expectation of a profit uh based on revenue and our revenue was actually very good last year um and we're building upon it now good uh but uh you know the profitability wasn't what i expected and our personal requirements are just too high so we didn't <laughs> quite get there but we're circling around the idea of get, again and maybe making that a reality
1: yeah i think i think the food truck community you have to be aggressive if, if you're in it you know because it is it is a little cutthroat because there's only so many you know corporate buildings that will let you park there there's yep. only so much space at a food park and the food parks are trying to you know park as many trucks as possible there to generate as well, much revenue. Well the city Houston know.
2: beefing up on inspectors exactly. and they'll slap a sticker on you for anything oh, right if you look at them nasty they'll
3: slap a sticker yeah, on you. The, the, yeah the health department is uh it's been a challenge. They they've been pretty <laughs> fair with us, but Good. it but it the reality is uh it, it's just a very difficult to do business in the city of Houston from a health department and, and fire standpoint. And then you have so many different entities. You know, you you've operated a food truck. You operate in a different entity, that's a different permit, that's a different medallion. Uh you have different requirements and uh you want to be able to get out as much as possible. Part part of doing uh part of the advantage of having a food truck is getting out and getting my name out to as far out as I can, so that I can be able to pull that back in whenever we go brick and mortar, and um, you know, operating in you know Pearland uh, has their own. Uh, Fort Bend has their own, but it doesn't cover Pearland because Pearland has their own. Uh, Houston is in Harris County, uh, but Houston has its own. Bel Air has its own, but if you're outside of the city you fall into Harris. Right. And that's a completely different medallion, a, a completely different process. Everybody and wants to make money. Yeah, it's a, it's right? a, it's a constant hand in your pocket, yeah. you know. The city of Houston is a $1200 medallion. And then a year, a year and then there's month. and then and then you've got uh, Fort Bend, is 200. Uh, Sugarland is almost 4. Even though they fall they are in Fort Bend to have right. their own.
1: But this mm. isn't like you submit a proposal or anything. It like you have to take a day off to go get your truck in line. Some sometimes two days because yeah, they Ford may ben. they Ford may, ben, may say ben, something it's two two trips. Silly. And it and and there's no grandfathering clause either. Like let's say the the three compartment sink can be a certain size right. one year. The next year, if they change it, you've got to pull that bad boy out. There's yeah, no right. like oh well you were you were okay last year. But I have a,
3: I have a brand new truck. I mean that truck yeah. is a year old. Both the truck and the build out. And um, I'm going to be able to continue into t- 2020. I'm going to have to drop six grand to be able to get my uh, to get it. Uh, 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 to fire code to the new fire code with an Ansel system. Yeah,
1: because now they want Ansel systems. Sounds like yeah. to add lobster rolls. Right? <laughs> yeah, right yeah. Well, okay, so talking about that too, so they're, they're, especially, you know, I know with my food truck, we kind of ran into the same thing. You talked about it before, but like we were doing what we call new American cuisine. So we would have like chicken fricassee with fried polenta, beef burgundy with, you know, potato gratin. We'd do like mussels and stuff, you know, but Because that's not food park food... We would do pulled pork sandwiches. Yeah. We do ribs. We do you yeah, the know, different masses. things. You got to
2: hit the masses.
1: You got to make money though too. Yeah, you know, right. I mean yeah, the yeah. the seventy five dollars to one hundred and twenty five dollar per person weddings and open houses and family dinners or whatnot are far and few between when you're yep. when you're first getting your name out there. You know, so you got to find something that's you know generating the revenue. And to anybody who wants to enter into the food truck world, one go work on a food truck on a weekend and and, and see how these guys operate. I mean, see if you can shadow the guy from. Where he's got to go from, um, you know, where where he gets the propane and and inspected and so forth for the day to you know his his kitchen to all of that extra stuff that's in and there. the
3: prep. You want to be involved in their prep. So a lot of these trucks, even even the non barbecue truck, they they some of them have a day full day of prep mm-hmm. just yeah. leading up to the week.
1: Absolutely. So then there's that. And then I would also say make sure you you have a, a a secondary plan just in case. So like one of the things that saved us was cooking demonstrations during the week monday through thursday doing some consulting and menu work for some restaurants things like that because it's it, it's really tough in the beginning and and yeah. because you if if you don't know enough which means you probably need to spend at least you know six months or at least three months you know working with these guys to kind of understand the ins and outs of how to get into the the corporate offices but then there's wait lists for no label brewery yep. for you know yeah, yeah. you name a spot there, there's such a wait list and yeah. not that this is a warning sign but it's like you know do do your research because i think you and i both kind of went in like oh well we'll do x number of people you know and it will be super easy you yeah, know and da, 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 da. you know Um, and it, it's, it's a slower snowball as far as I think the food truck, what's been nice to see is that you've hit some big milestones and you've gotten some name recognition in the barbecue community. And I think that that is, that is absolutely awesome to help propel you forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I'm, I'm just super happy for you, you know, so So, coming from no one. (laughs) So
2: since you didn't bring on two trucks and three trucks, right. Mm -hmm. You didn't hit your goals. You're, you had to manage your own expectations. Right. What's the next goal? Is it still brick and mortar?
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the, you know, we, we call it the perpetual three year. So anytime you ask me, we're three years out, <laughs> right? So we're three, we're years, out three, years, year three ago, years out a year ago and we're three years out now. <laughs> um, and it all comes down to money. Um, yeah. Well, one, I mean, we wanted some time to the great, great thing about doing a food truck is you get to test markets. Right. You know, we, our plan all along was to open a neighborhood spot in the Meyerland Westbury area. Okay. And, uh, so, with without having any spots, not knowing what we were doing, we went out and we got a lease uh, at a spot where we could, we could operate three days a week, and then and then we could just build off that. Cool. Uh, so we did that for six months. Uh, the property changed hands, unfortunately, and um, they didn't they didn't like having food trucks out there, despite us paying a pretty hefty, uh, pretty decent lease for a parking That's spot. Silly. That's silly. silly. But uh, well, I, th- I think a new business came in, and they didn't want to have that extra competition. Beyond what was in the, okay. already in the center, so I, I can appreciate Everybody has that. Their goal. I so we moved uh, moved to another neighborhood spot, um, but it gave us an opportunity one to serve and to serve the people who were going to support us because we were in the neighborhood. Our kids would go to the schools, you know. Uh, we've known a lot of them from the neighborhood pool and this and that. So there, we we found a we found a you know a, a nice little uh, support network to work off of. And uh, that, and then from there we started branching out, and networking, huge. and finding people. So that was—I uh, don't think I—I I, uh, valued appropriately how important that was going to be, yeah. but it was—it was—it was absolutely necessary. I don't know if we would—we wouldn't have made it if we didn't find that spot.
1: That's huge. That's awesome. And to—to—to to, to take the right steps and do the right things—that's—that's yeah. that's just how you. And have then there's to new do
3: trucks. It. You know, there's new trucks out there that you'll find some schedules. Where eventually, once they once they see you start building a name, mm-hmm. they'll start reaching out. Uh, we work with a, a couple of groups now and um, and we've we found our way into some of the best spots in town uh, we've just been very fortunate we uh, we started out at the truck yard right um, we're talking about challenges with the health department well they had a huge one oh yeah, yeah. For a long time um, right so they're they're built to have three trucks under a cover yeah. and um, the city couldn't define what that cover was <laughs> and then at one point they decided they're gonna call that a building. And as soon as you call it a building, you're no longer able to have propane in the building. So they were shut down and we were about a month in there. And uh, we said, hey, I, you know, with another truck, we said, hey, we could probably do some uh, pop-ups, keep some, you know, keep some food in the yard. And so we started doing pop-ups in that cover without propane with electrical. And, um, and over time we ended up becoming the, the other food option there. Uh, We were (laughs) there for six months, every single weekend doing a pop-up. That was pop ups, you know food trucks hard pop ups oh yeah, uh loading in, loading out it was it was a lot of work, but it was good revenue, and it was good, good opportunity for us to get some recognition and um eventually they got the uh the, it was a week to week thing, so we didn't have any real Planning. It was just every week. Yeah, we'll be back next week, or you want you want us to come back next week, and that <laughs> snow snowballed into six months. That's, That's awesome. And uh, so eventually they got that resolved, and uh, now we're back in the regular rotation. We'll be there tomorrow, actually.
2: Oh, so you're not there permanently anymore? No, we're not. not we're not.
3: Yeah, you know, we're not there on the, the, okay. the steady weekend now. We're now we're in the regular you rotation. Gradu-
2: and you actually graduated from that. I mean, I didn't say it in a bad way, but you know, you graduated. You just you've gotten some really good corporate gigs lately too, right?
3: Yeah, we and have. I just saw, uh, we have. We we've got a, um, well, unfortunately, the Baker Hughes just fell through. Oh, did? Uh, yeah, uh, they decided they didn't. They wanted to go back to their old taco truck. It, this was through another food truck that had uh, that was putting together a program for them, and uh, unfortunately, they decided they wanted to have their old tacos back. They'll regret it. They'll, yeah, regret, they'll it. regret it. <laughs> but but we we found our way into the Greenway Plaza. So we're on the 12 huge. Greenway. So we're at the we're about a weekly rotation out there. Um, and then mm-hmm. uh, we just got into Kirby Ice House. We got into that rotation. That, that's that. huge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were there Saturday during uh, Final Four with Tech, and that was that was pretty insane. Um, <laughs> so and, speaking
1: of Greenway Plaza, if you get the chance, go in there. Greenway Coffee, absolute best coffee oh, in yeah? Houston. yeah? In, in, so. in a, in a, in a it's direct – yeah. So y'all are in building – I think y'all are in front of Building 7, is it? 12. 12. Okay, so 12, Building I think 3 – yeah, wherever yeah. that kind of divide is, um, and building three is the as the food court. So right. And there's Little like Burger Fee-Ges Champ, Fiji's. Get the coffee from there because the coffee is absolutely really? fantastic. Okay. Yeah, was, Greenway Coffee is. I finally fantastic. made it
3: over to go see uh, uh, Fiji and uh, about a it was about a month ago, I guess. We had a, I had the guys covering the truck, and I was like, ah, I'm gonna swing by and try some try some of their food i should try the coffee
1: hell yeah yeah greenway coffee and then uh, burger chan's in there as well and they yeah. make a good burger i so. did the
2: exact same thing as you i went to eat barbecue at fiji's and then when i left i had posted i just ate there you know blah 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 mm-hmm. and I was oh you got to get the cortado over at greenway yeah. oh you got to <laughs> get the burger channel like nobody right. told me before right. i showed up <laughs> so now i've got to go back but they they do validate parking for you yep the they fiji's did. crew mm-hmm. will validate parking which makes it super easy to go back yep. and there's tons of parking
3: yeah. underground and that, that's that's important, in, that's important. Yeah. Uh, you know uh, people not understanding that the uh, uh that, that that's available to them cuz you know the parking's always an intimidating factor for us Houstonians.
1: Yeah. So people who may not understand what is going to be the difference between let's say the barbecue that you're doing out of your truck during lunch hour versus maybe like a catered Type of thing, or maybe what you foresee going into the to the uh, brick and mortar.
3: It's going to be very similar. So, I mean, we're we're doing full plated barbecue and sandwiches. Uh, uh, we do we do fries. I mean, fries. Okay, was, yeah, uh, fries is you know that part of the food truck thing. You have to do it. Uh, truckyard was another trucker uh, told me. He's like, you got to do fries. You got <laughs> to do fries. I just refuse to do it.
2: I'm all fries. I'm all fries. Uh,
3: I refuse and refuse. And he he pulled up his numbers before our first. It was a week before our first truckyard, and he said, look. I did third of My revenue was fries. Half my profit was fries. That's <laughs> be very profitable. Yeah. So I was like, I guess we're gonna do fries. Right. So we did it. We did a <laughs> do a loaded oh, nice. fry and a seasoned fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So we have a pulled pork and a, and a brisket loaded fry, oh. and they're very popular and uh, people love them and and um, I'm happy to sell it to them.
1: That's uh, good. You
2: are have your profits yeah. coming from that. I would be too.
1: But if it's a solid product too, you know, there's you know, like I, I don't hand cut. Or no, do frozen? Frozen? we okay. do frozen. We do frozen. We do coated frozen.
3: Oh, uh, that's I, I like it. Yeah, I, I, they hold better. Yep. Uh, the the uh, The hand cut are great, but you got to get them immediately after. If you if or they, if they set, them. yeah, yeah, if they set, they, they just don't have that same bite to them.
2: Yeah, the coating holds up well under the heat lamp. They're a little mm-hmm. more crispier. They pick up better ketchup. I mean, it's, that's a great choice. Uh, they make
3: it back to the table and they're still good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, they don't fall to mush. It's not a it's not a mashed potato. It's still a fried potato. Right, right,
1: right. Yeah, it's, uh, and I think I think that that's that's another spot where barbecue can go as well. And I don't think it's quite caught on. As much, and I'm kind of excited to see how people are are looking at. Oh, okay, food truck barbecue, you know barbecue right. food truck, but then being able to translate that over into into actually, you know, plated barbecue, which right. is really cool too. So
3: that was a, that was another important thing. Is from a profitability standpoint, you pull you pull plates, you don't do plates, um, but we're barbecue. I mean, that, that's, that, that's part of what I want to do. And this is part of the brand going, you know, long term. So I have to keep that. So plates, plates will uh, almost, or almost always on the menu. We sometimes we'll do a special menu for an event, uh, to keep from a, from a cost perspective, like they have yep. to hit a certain cost. So we'll do just sandwiches or just sandwiches and fries and that sort of thing. Uh, but plates are important. It's important that we have our uh, handmade sides and, um, uh and and our desserts and and all that available what
2: value add really drives helps helps people to understand why is brisket twenty dollars a pound right they don't understand that you have to trim off and then you have the shrink and then you have the waste after that they don't understand that
3: but they don't understand what we're paying per pound and then they don't understand what we're paying from the actual servo, uh, servable pound. It's yeah. not burgers. We're That's not right. selling a, a third pound before the That's cook. Right. Right. If that were the case, then, uh, then this would be a much more profitable venture. Yeah.
2: That, we could talk about profitability all day between the three of us. You know, my sales side, procurement background, sales mm-hmm. background, and y'all as operational people, we could talk about it all day. But I think it's important for the listeners to understand that, you know, when you buy a brisket and it's 10 pounds, you're going to get 7 pounds out of that?
3: Closer to 5. So about half about half
2: so if you're paying five dollars a pound you're now really paying what
3: 750 yeah. yeah so uh, yeah we're we're at uh, I think we're a little uh, north of three something a pound 350 370 um, and then you double that basically and not to mention you've got wood cost yeah so course. from from a cost perspective uh, that's I'm, just I'm, raw I'm, meat. I'm, yeah that's just right and then, and then you, you know I, I probably go through I think an average cook is about Forty dollars in wood, not to mention labor. Uh, Um, From a from a from a profit perspective, I'm I'm nowhere near. My food costs are a lot higher than any other food truck out there. Well, that's why. And and, and it's it's people don't have the perception that they don't understand. Like I'll have someone argue with me. It doesn't happen often, but it happens. Like you know. So we have we do tax included on our our on our on our menu items. Hmm. So we have a twelve dollar brisket sandwich third pound of meat right uh black english prime expensive meat and they'll 12 for a brisket sandwich a third pound we have really good bread and good toppings and homemade sauce and and they'll argue out and we'll say well we also have this uh loaded fry that has a third of the meat on it for the same price and it's like oh okay i'll take two of those <laughs> happy to sell it to you yeah right. whatever you want um, That's right. you know, they just, there's they, more profit in the Fridays I- for sure exactly, right. exactly. but
1: if, if, to them uh, I, I guess the value just doesn't equate um, well, people people have always uh, equated food trucks with like a super bargain type of thing, yeah, you cheap. know. My cheap, cheap, you know. And I mean, there, yeah. there's guys who can get away with it. There's guys. I mean, you think about all the burger food trucks that are out there, and 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 there's ways to kind of sure. kind of do it, and they're super profitable. Well, a lot of them are pri- price competitive to me. I mean, uh, yeah. And, know, and yeah. And there, now-
3: there's there's trucks out there that be fifteen dollars to get you. a... Uh, a burger and a fry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, you know, third pound burger and good burgers. The, but the but they're, it, pri- they're, they've they're gotten very pricey. Yeah, the but way the roast
2: Coach is gone. The roast Coach is yeah. gone. I mean, yeah. uh, trucks, food trucks have been elevated. I still uh, love a good roast Coach. <laughs> I love a good street oh, I'm not, taco. I'm, well. like, I'm not ditching <laughs> it. I'm just saying they're not on every corner anymore. They right. don't show up at the festivals. Right. They don't show up at the events. People are elevating food. They're and, and quite honestly, food costs have gone up. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's not cheap anymore. Uh, and think, think about we can talk about. I hate to get sidetracked, but you think about the Oreo that you and I grew up on, mm-hmm. and the Oreo that's sold now. It's literally, you know, a third less the size mm-hmm. it used to be. It's got less filling inside, and that price hasn't stayed the same. That price has gone up. Yeah. Right. So you think about the same thing across any food line, right? Especially where it's grown, like it is, whether it be a vegetable or whether it be an animal. All those costs have gone up. Yep. So people, if they think about it. It makes sense, but I don't think people think about it. They just think, I don't understand. Why are your lemon cookies this much? I don't understand. Why are your sides this much? So it is what it is, and once they become comfortable with it, They'll be fine. Well, it's yeah. been
1: a it's been an interesting transition for not just food trucks but restaurants as well. Restaurants were able to kind of get away with something that they could purchase from Cisco. You could buy, buy a sheet tray of lemon cookies for nothing, mm-hmm. sell them for a profit, and people accepted that for a while. Then food knowledge went up, yeah. so then obviously everybody's got to elevate things. But price demand, or not necessarily demand, but like the acceptance of the price increase hasn't quite reached you know where right. everybody needs it to be. Right, right. You know. Yeah. And, and so that's a that's an interesting, you know, and then when you throw in barbecue, let alone, you know, that's that's already a minimum yeah. marginal, you know, or minimum margins uh, business model. Mm-hmm. Throw in, you know, now I've got to stay competitive with the other food trucks as far as price point goes, yeah. you know, and everything else is going up. Commissary, you know, uh, yep. rent is going up. Commissary Labor's going
3: rent, uh, you've got, you know, I've got the same insurance bearing that, that a, that a restaurant does right. uh you have two million dollar umbrella policy oh. uh uh not to mention the, the occasional uh you have to make the decision whether you want to do events that require workman's comp or not because there's more and more of them but that's a pretty heavy uh heavy cost as well uh, you get fuel propane oh yeah uh, propane's expensive it is. It, it's not the uh, natural gas is a lot cheaper coming through a line than then getting propane so a diesel truck huh? Pull
2: that, pull, so a diesel well, well actually,
3: we, we actually have no, a, gas? A, a gas truck. Okay. But still, it's six miles a gallon. Ain't yeah. It? <laughs> yeah. Six uh, do you have
1: a, a generator on the truck? We do. Yeah. And fourth, I mean, the maintenance on that.
3: 4000 dollars generator. Yeah. yeah. So, so we, have a, we have an inverter generator. It's quiet, a nice Honda. That was important to be able to have something that I could show up to event and not be obnoxious. You can right. have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. That but, baby's uh, going
1: to be i mean you know the maintenance on those are, are ridiculous because mm-hmm. we had like a rv type of generator on ours because we wanted to be quiet when we pulled up to someone's house yep and i mean we had to have a backup generator on the truck at all times just in case you know she overheated or you know what I what keep, have you i, you I know? keep one
3: ready to uh, keep up a backup it's not it's not an inverter it's not quiet but it's uh, it but it will get me it'll get me through a shift if i have to yeah well, luckily more and more of these places are starting to provide power right so uh you know Truck Yard, uh, Kirby Ice House, Greenway all have power drops. Wild West has power drops. So you have a 30 amp or 50 amp drop. You plug right in, and that's oh, that's
1: so nice. Yeah, it's it, it, it's a game changer, you know. Yep. Yeah. So sorry, we're getting a little no, like no, no. shop talk, sure, you know. So <laughs> where's, where's
2: your team. Tell us about your team. Who who works with you? So day I've got in, day uh, out
3: and... I've got five guys working with me now, and ironically, all of them are referrals except for one. He found uh, found us on uh, Craigslist. Okay. So uh, <laughs> Justin, I call him my. Uh, uh, what did we call him? Sioux Fire Wrangler is his title. <laughs> so Sioux chef, he's a Sioux Fire Wrangler. I like that. So it. he uh, he helps me with my what I call the big big cooks: brisket, uh, pulled pork, and then uh, the occasional beef ribs. And then um, we have uh, Jake, which is uh, he uh, he's newly entrusted. He's had the title fully active now that I was sick. Uh, he got put to the fire, <laughs> and he stepped up and uh, he handled it while I was down. Very good. Uh, so he he runs the truck, and um, and then we've got uh, we've got Josh and uh, Justin Gonzalez, both those guys. So Justin, I went to high school with his aunt and his uh, his uh, his mother was two years ahead of me. Huh and so they're from Uvalde and oh, uh, wow. so he's he's in the Air National Guard and he was in between and he, he wanted to come help out and then he ended up referring to his brother uh, so uh, cool. so uh, Justin still helps us out on the weekends from time to time but he's going to school full-time and he's doing his Air National Guard duties as well um and now Josh is uh near with us now full-time as well That's and then cool. we have Zach yeah. and Zach was a referral from a neighborhood friend so all but all but Justin the uh, ju- the sous vide he he was uh, he 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 does real estate is this is his thing he sells houses during the week okay this is his sanity job he hates it he hates selling houses He's just, <laughs> it, it's, it's just, he just it just it just it makes money and and this is his sanity job I get to sit outside and and uh, cool. I get I get to cook meat and uh, he had a, the original intention of wanting to open a barbecue restaurant and he was very open about that coming forward. After working for me for two less than two weeks, he's like, Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I see how you work. I, nope, nope. <laughs> you, I'll sell real estate and I'll work for you and hang out for a while. Right, yeah. I have a
2: funny story. So, when, when I left corporate America, which is food food service, so I worked for Glacier Foods, which mm-hmm. is now Gordon Food Service. Yep. I worked for several restaurants. Uh, I worked for some food manufacturers and I worked for Cisco for 15 years on the chain account side, which is why I'm always pulling for the mom and pop because I've seen both sides of that. Right. But when I left that, uh, I wanted to do a food truck, bad. I mean, real bad. Like I was getting ready to write a check, and I stalked, literally stalked, and befriended Shannon Toon of Kraft Burger Food Truck. Oh yeah, and uh, he, he, you know, he's a busy <coughs> guy, and I wanted to talk to him really bad. And he said, "Look, I got a gig in Magnolia. My truck sits there. Come on out on a Friday night when I get a break. I'll, I'll visit with you." But other than that, I'm not. I don't have time. So I went out there, took my wife out there, and sat with him for an hour. We visited, had great conversation. You know, there's money to be made we talked about that kind of stuff and i said hard money though i said man i'm, I'm gonna buy a food truck i'm like i gonna get started he goes i tell you what i'm gonna save you come work for me for six weeks every gig i have i'll pay you you know i think it was 10 bucks an hour 12 something yep. 12 bucks an hour i'm like man this is great i'll get to learn on the job and i'll get paid instead right. of just volunteering like an apprentice mm-hmm. After that six weeks, I mean, you know, we had run out of propane, we ran out of buns, we had flat tires, it was odd hours, it was hot. <laughs> my, my feet hurt. I was like, there ain't
3: no way in hell I'm getting a food truck. I hey, do it in the summer, do it in the summer, yeah. you woke up. That's do it. when it was. Oh, was so, so hot. Yeah. And I, he
2: would call me, hey man, I got a gig. I'm like, I'm good. I'm all, I'm <laughs> <Yeah. all." laughs> Shout out to Shannon Toon for teaching me a lesson yep. you know, and paying me for it, but it's hard work. I mean, I do not envy. Um, you know, you give up your weekends, you give up your nights, mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're literally, I mean, I didn't know anything about it. I mean, I had to, I cut my fingers, I cut my hands, I cut my legs. i It was a learning experience. every two weeks. Yeah. It was myself. a learning experience. One that I'll never forget and very valuable, but you know, shout out to him for giving me a, some insight, right. Before, before I actually pulled the trigger on it. I'm so glad he whooped your ass into not doing it, man. Oh, man <laughs> he, he totally did. And I appreciated it. You know, not at the time, right? but at the end of it, I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not ready for that. It's, it's just too much of those things to
1: do. It, right. It's a whole different ballgame. So I'm yes. super happy for you. Yeah, I'm super excited for you, you because it is, it is one barbecue could be a tough industry on its own, especially the 110 hours that you're putting in. But then the, the food truck side of it has its own components that are ridiculous. And then it also has the social yep. media side where it's like, if you're not active on that thing, it's still, re- still can't figure that out. Yo, I know <laughs>
3: Facebook. We have a really good following. We have a really good, um, um, uh, for, like our ratio to uh, what, what's the term I'm looking Your engagement. for? Yeah. Our engagement is extremely high for for the number of followers we have. Right. Instagram, I uh, still had not quite figured it out. It's not <laughs> it's a, a different. Uh, it's different a different generation. Absolutely, and I'm 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 old as I'll get out. So me too. I'm, I'm on, on, on Facebook too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we're all here. Um, but we're talking about team. I, I have to definitely have to shout yeah. out to my wife. I mean, she's, I was going to uh, say. I mean, she she does all the sides. Uh, she's and she doesn't come from a food industry as well. I think she worked for. Uh, uh, slot skis for like six months when she was in college. I mean, I, <laughs> like we, neither one of us have any kind of culinary background whatsoever. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I have a service background. I mean, I was a, I was yeah. a consultant and I, I, my job was to create relationships and make people happy. And uh, the, the venue just happened to be IT versus sure. food service. So and a lot of it's relatable. Um, and I, I think that it might have been an advantage to us because we knew going in, we didn't know anything. And so you know we weren't, uh, we were we were ready to find out what we didn't know and to fix it. And a lot of it, a lot of it is common sense. It, I mean, which is obviously not very common. But, That's exactly uh, right. <laughs> I mean, you rephrase that. There's a lot of things that uh, a lot we saw a lot of trucks do that uh, that. They, or they didn't do that just made sense I mean you you show up on site you, you you know once you once you start going to a place you develop a relationship with the managers you develop a relationship with their staff because they're they're the ones that's going to ask you to come back right uh, you, you want them to want you there yeah and um, the relationship building is everything and and, and it, the food industry is a very very tight and um, it's if, small if you're if you if you do someone wrong uh, everyone's gonna know yeah and, and so do them right and and hopefully that echoes as well
1: but you're coming in as a professional as well some of these guys are coming in from kitchen you know and right. and, and the chef world where it's it's not too professional back there you right. know and so they they don't know that if oh you know what i woke up this morning hung over and i don't want to be on site or something like that because it's my business or whatnot that you've probably burned a bridge with you know whoever you're you're supposed to you know be there and if you're not reliable and you're not friendly and you're not doing things right ain't nobody gonna want to work with you,
3: this, you this no. We we can't fail. I mean, like, Failure is not an option. Well, for that's us. the benefit of being old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so short, <laughs> shortly after I put in my notice, my wife got laid off. 14 and a half years. Wow. And so we we were all in, and we both had good jobs, and uh, probably did not save money like we should have, and had some debt that we might not have should have you had found that out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, cash flow. The biggest the biggest uh, the biggest advice that I can have for someone wanting to do this: if one, don't do it. And if you are <laughs> going to do it, make sure you have plenty of cash and uh, plenty of credit, yeah. uh, because it's really hard. You're gonna uh, you're gonna get through some. You know, early on, you're gonna be lean regardless, and then uh, you're gonna have lean months that are they are gonna be really tough to get through. That's and, great advice. Yeah, uh,
1: it's it's funny too, though, because there's been the success, there's been the recognition, there's been the milestones that you've wanted to hit. You know, the bucket list checkoffs, and yet he's still saying dude don't go into it you know and it's like you know you could ask almost any one of these pit masters and they're just telling everyone so far said exactly that yeah Yeah,
3: we're we're far from successful i mean we're i mean we're we're still working 100 110 hour weeks and i don't know that that's ever going to change right but hopefully we get down to 80 90 that'd be nice 80 (laughs) 90 be a nice average Uh, i'd like to spend more time with my kids we have two young kids at home and that's one of the things that we've sacrificed and um you know we still every Every week, we're we're looking at the numbers, hoping we make it. You know, it's you'd be surprised how volatile it is. I mean, you go through a bad month, you may not survive. All it takes is a couple of really bad weeks,
1: and bad weather weeks, even. You know, it's not even bad weeks business wise for you. So so you have to be constantly
3: pushing forward and starting building your book of business. Advance, find as much. You know, catering is where it's at. If you can, if you can build up that catering business, that's what that's what will sustain you and sustain you. That's what will give you profitability and um and that just takes time to build yeah cool. and so you have to look at every opportunity every time you're serving somewhere there's someone there that is an opportunity to to cater an event for yep. and True. uh you, you know may not know it is. you so just you hope don't, yeah exactly yeah, not know
1: who your next customer is that's
3: um and so you uh, every you have to work every opportunity as if if there's five more on the other side of it that's awesome
2: well we're uh, we're pulling for you And we are really happy that you came and joined us on the show. Because, I mean, we (laughs) we used to learn something new. And I guarantee you, you said something today that um, someone will learn from. Primarily, that don't do it. No don't one ever it. listens to that. No, no one knows, oh, I'm going to get a food truck. Yeah, but you don't. They don't know until they they bleed, sweat, uh, that, and, and salt gets that, into the in. That's wound. a, that's a like, food
3: truck joke now. Is someone walking up to you and say, hey, "I'm thinking about getting a food truck when I retire." <laughs> <laughs> when I retire, yeah, The worst awful. time. Yeah, you're gonna unre- you're gonna you're gonna do more than re- unretire. You're gonna you're yeah. gonna work more than you ever had. It's almost an oxymoron.
2: Yeah. Right. I'm gonna get a food truck when I retire. No, you're
1: not. Yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna do that. Well, this is, this has been awesome because not only have we been able to talk barbecue but we've also been able to talk an industry that we haven't really been able to talk about yeah. you know in past weeks leading up to the Houston barbecue festival so it's really cool to kind of combine the two into something where it's like hey look you know here's here's a whole nother ball game that the, you know that somebody may have to deal with going into the barbecue world so thank you so much for absolutely opening up so much and, and, and being pretty candid with us on, on everything. I really appreciate and it.
2: And you're the first one to bring food. I mean, that's weird because we've had nothing but food guests.
1: Well, we've always had we've always been treated right But by yeah You have a, yeah. We have a pretty so stellar kitchen right here. here. Yeah. So you brought some dessert. To uh, my us.
3: wife's lemon cookies. Uh, so these are uh, <laughs> one of the first times we serve these is uh, we were at Axelrad and some guys walked up to the truck that were um, we'll just say they're in an alternate state of mind and they were not drunk.
1: <laughs> um,
3: and one of the guys was arguing about I me mean, the cost. So $3 for three cookies, uh, tax included. And they're like, oh, like, these are handmade. You know, these are from scratch, blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of back and forth. And I was like, look, order the cookies, eat one of them. If you don't like them, I'll give you your money back, and I'll feed them to the guys. i will be happy to eat them. <laughs> and uh, he ate one and got very loud, very loud. Lots of expletives, uh, people from in a good way. Uh, in a good way, he ended up buying two more orders, and all his group artists. We ended up selling like fifteen orders of it right there. We were out. Uh, it was uh, mm. so. Uh, these are
1: these are delicious. Man. Thank you. You know, you powdered sugar on top. This is fantastic.
3: Yeah, I, I, the lemon zest is what uh, mm-hmm. what makes it for me.
1: But I like that people are starting to go away from the super sweet. And starting to do the right balance, you know. Yeah. There's the tang that that you get off of it. There's a little bit of sweetness as well, but it's not overpowering. Like I'm glad I got a cup of coffee because this is gonna be fantastic with the coffee too. Yeah. So. Uh,
3: our, our pecan pie bars are not as uh, not as rich as you would normally get with a, a pecan pie, which is a key, typically extremely rich. Right. My wife does not like a lot of overpowering sugar. She doesn't like overpowering salt. So she's uh, that's been that's actually been the, the key to it all. Is my wife has a tremendous palate, uh, you know, and that that's uh, regardless of tra- uh, uh, classically trained or not. If you don't have a good palate then you don't know what you're putting out is good. And my wife, by far, has a better palate than That's me. really
1: good. Well, not to speak for her or anything, but she's she's been learning on, not necessarily the fly, but she's, you know, like you said, no background in it whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely. Helped you take over that side of the business. And, I mean, not only do barbecue places not usually have, I mean, like you see the Blood Brothers, they have like a a, a cupcake from somebody or they'll right, have right. desserts from somebody Some else in that kind of collaboration. Yeah, yeah. But for it to be coming from you, I think that that's a great a a great addition to what you can bring to the table.
2: It's got a a, a nice bite right from a lemon, but underneath that powdered sugar, when I bit into it, there was a little layer of sugar almost that I broke through (laughs) because I heard a little snap. Yeah. It's phenomenal. That's really yeah, good. So those light. really good, man. I tell you why. Great job. Oh, thank you. we Will do. Yeah.
1: By all means. So for the listeners to find you, uh, Facebook is usually the best spot. Fa- Facebook events.
3: Uh, we also do a newsletter weekly we'll send out. So send us an email, and info cool. at Anchor Barbecue, and we'll add you to the list. Or check out uh, Facebook events. And we typically post some sort of image uh, for Instagram uh, as well during the week
2: and what are your handles on Facebook Acre, uh, acre Barbecue for both spell that please
3: E-A-K-E-R <laughs> B-A-R-B-E-C-U-E there you Acre Barbecue looks Q. like
2: Eaker but it's pronounced acre right. Correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah. exactly so. Uh,
3: so yeah come out and find us uh, we, we've got a I think we're going to be on uh, channel channel 26 on Friday talking uh, talking uh, the Houston uh, Barbecue Festival as well and uh, early in the morning yeah, really? yeah, it's right and be, early. yeah, and we have a pretty big catering in Galveston that evening, so it's going to be a whirlwind. Oh my goodness!
2: <laughs> Congratulations! Hey, hey, thanks. That's thanks. what you get—the reward for a job well done is more of that work. And,
3: and this is the fun ones. I mean, they don't want traditional barbecue. They want—they saw what we did at the Throwdown uh, through Instagram photos, and they said we want something different. So we're going to bring them some uh, some Korean fusion tacos. That's it's,
1: that's nice. awesome. I'm so excited to see that too. Like, and I think having a food truck allows you to to be able to oh, be yeah. that creative. I'm going to shove another one of these in my mouth. You take a out. So, So, so,
2: again, thanks for joining us. Uh, Lance Aker, Aker Barbecue, and his team are doing a great job. Uh, They'll be at the Houston Barbecue Festival this weekend. This Sunday. This Sunday uh, with about 29 other barbecue in great company. So check them out. They're in uh, the Humble Civic Center. And uh, tickets are still available. But uh, thank you for joining Cost of Goods Told. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. So thanks for joining us. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys.